Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Living for Jesus who died in my place. Bearing on Calvary my sin and disgrace. Such love constrains me to answer his call, follow his leading, and give him my all. O oh, Jesus, Lord and Savior, I give myself to thee. For thou in thine atonement didst give thyself for me. I owe no other master. My heart shall be thine throughout my life I give. Henceforth to live, O Christ, for thee alone. Blessings, my brethren. It is a joy to be with you today and to share with you in these devotions. The commitment of faith, the dedication of faith, or the loyalty of faith. When I look at this, I see a contagious conviction, a devotion or obligation followed by faith. These are the days when we are not so concerned about making a commitment or about being loyal or dedicated. Many may have made commitments, but never live up to them. Why is it that there are so many men and women living together, but are not married? Could we say lack of commitment, not devoted? Why is it that two people get married and then for whatever reason, not too long after get divorced, not living up to their commitment. Am I not right? Not living up to the obligation. Why is it that the church is not growing spiritually and numerically? Isn't it true that lack of commitment to the word of God, lack of dedication, lack of devotion to God? I am sure that different ones may have different answers. But when it all boils down, it has to do with commitment. The older I become, the more I can see a person and determine what type of believer he or she is by what they do with what they hear. What they do with the Word of God. I can determine what type of believer one is just by what he or she does with the Word of God. I'm one of those who believe that every message that is preached from God's Word, every listener is required to respond. The truth of the matter is, every listener do respond. While one think that I won't make a response to that, he is still responding. A church is as strong as the response of the members to God's Word. It is not as strong as it number. A believer is as strong as his or her dedication, devotion, commitment, obedience to God's word. That's what makes an individual strong. Nevertheless, here we find an interesting chapter in the book of uh, Judges. And we find an interesting character by the name of Jephthah, a very strange man mentioned in Hebrews 11 as a man of faith. I call him one of the heroes of faith. As I studied this, I found that Jephthah's life was a mixture of good and bad, triumph and disaster, shedding of blood and shedding of tears. However, the principle of faith was at work in his life. According to verse 1 and 2 of Judges 11, 
He was a warrior. He was an illegitimate child. This, of course, was not his fault. In verse 1 and 2, chapter 11, Now Jephthah the Gileadite was a mighty man of valor. He was the son of an harlot. And Gilead begat Jephthah. It would seem that depends on whose son and how one came whether by legal means or outside of marriage, society labels you even before you were born. Jephthah was such like. And verse 2 said, And Gilead's wife bare him sons, and his wife's sons grew up. And they thrust out Jephthah and said unto him, Thou shalt not inherit our father's house. For thou art the son of a strange woman. It is strange that they would look at him and say, You will not inherit our father's house when Jephthah was his father also. Though Jephthah had nothing to do with his birth, he suffered because of it. Unlawful bastard. They now would refer to him as a half brother. As I I read, I noticed that his family cast him out and disherited him. What a terrible start he had by his brethren. We are not told what his father did when they threw him out. Jephthah was branded as an outcast. In verse 3, Then Jephthah fled from his brethren and dwelt in the land of Tob. And there were gathered vain men to Jephthah and went out with him. When the brothers threw Jephthah out, Jephthah did not hang around and fight. He left the house and fled. Sometimes some of the children are anxious to leave home. Some children can't even wait until they are 18 years. They tell you, I can't wait to get from here. They could only see freedom when they get from under their parents. A lot of other things they did not see. Now, after leaving the only home Jephthah knew, he found himself associated with some guys. I call them wrong crowd, wrong friends. He found himself welcomed by vain men in the land of Tob. He became a leader of a gang. So you know, Jephthah became a gangster. All of us must be reminded what Psalms chapter 1 and verse 1 said. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. Any time you find yourself sitting, listening to the counsel of the ungodly, any time you find yourself just liming with the ungodly and you don't care anything about God and the things of God anymore, when you are seated with those who just love making these terrible, nasty jokes, you're in the wrong company. The Bible clearly teaches, if you desire to be blessed, you must be careful of the company that you keep. 
I wish that all of our children could understand that. The ungodly counsel is something that one must be careful not to pattern his or her life by. The ungodly way is not for the child of God to take. Those who are scornful, the believer should not hang out with. You will not achieve the blessed life with the wrong crowd. So I say to all out there today, be careful of the company you keep. There's an old proverb that we used to hear our folks say, birds of a feather flock together. You have also heard, show me your company and I'll tell you who you are. Friends are those who will tell you when you are wrong. Let me repeat that. Friends are those who will tell us we are wrong. Friends are those who will help us to understand and do what is right. Nowhere should a child leaving from home go to join a gang. But it seems like he had nowhere to turn but with the gangsters. If you are listening to my voice today and you are thinking about leaving home, be wise. Make sure that you fully understand what could happen away from home. Make sure you're grounded, you're settled in your mind and that you can leave from home. Nothing is wrong and you leave at home. Oh, I wish that I can give you a good example. But people may think that I'm bragging, so I won't do that. I have seen those who have left home. Some of them did not even know where they were going, but they were conscious that they were going to make a better life. I've seen them struggle and I've watched them. I've watched them, I've prayed for them. I've seen some and God has blessed them. Leaving home requires guidance and guidance from God. I'll come back next morning and we'll build on this. May God bless you. Do have a great day. Please share this with somebody who will share it with somebody and some young person will be rescued. Please share. God bless. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Bless it to every listener. Change lives in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.